All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It's Friday. It's a Sherwood Ford Giant game day. We're all in the same room and bag milk's here. It's I'm here gonna too. It's going to be a good show. Is my mic on? It is on. Hell all right. Yeah. We, are, we are firing on all cylinders. Let's get into it with the lead. Yes, it is a Sherwood Ford Giant game day. And yes, this is the lead brought to you by our friends at Soho. SohoYeg.com. They have a huge 100-inch screen for the games. And for Fridays like tonight, they also have some live music. There's a lot going on at Soho. Friday, game day, it is the spot to be, Jay. It's pre-game, during the game, post-game. Soho's got you covered. And delicious. Mm-hmm. Try this it out. is delicious. They have a great game day pizza and a beer special. Find out more. SohoYeg.com. Today's lead the Oilers, after blowing out the Arizona Coyotes, are looking to keep the ball rolling here and snap out of a very long losing streak against the Minnesota Wild. The Oilers have lost seven straight to the Wild. Listen, I'm no math expert, but eventually I, I like to think you're just due, right? They're due tonight. We gotta, we have to get some positive regression here at some point against the Wild. Do we not, Tyler? Positive regression. That'll be one of the potential keys to victory. That is the only uh, key. Yeah, that is the only key. Is positively regress against the Minnesota Wild. There is a lot of other stuff I want to get to uh, on today's show. As always, if you want to drop a take, you can do so by heading over to YouTube, the Nation Network on YouTube. That is where we are live. We've set a what I would describe as a very aggressive light goal for the show today. Um, Liam, that is your department. Take us through our light goal today. Today's light goal. 93. Ooh. Huge. For huge. obvious reasons, it's Friday. We got bag milk. Yeah. We got all of us in the room. The kid is just, hot. The, new, the kid is hot. The new Smoking. is huge. Yeah. So there's no reason we can't hit 93 yesterday. We got 124 in yesterday's show when it was all said and done. Well, Tyler will so, eat cat food if he gets to 93, right? No, 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 no. I've made one too many cat food bets already. Well, now it's your brand, so now you just have to eat cat food. It, this is now it's this is what's supplanting the beat cast, actually. You know, not every mix cast. Yeah, not everything has to tie into my brand, right? You're just gonna have a pocket. It's full all of about eventually. having a brand. My brand, Uggs. Hello, your brand, cat food. My brand, excellence. My brand, Devin Shaw. Mm-hmm. He's terrible, Liam. Says who? <laughs> it's all subjective, really. <laughs> I mean, it is, I guess. 
Uh, we're going to talk about the lines tonight and, and all of that stuff mm-hmm. tied into uh, the matchup. I see a bunch of the regulars are all hanging around in the chat. Chris is in, says only 88 more likes to go. And that's an old comment. We're already at 27 likes. So if you're watching on the Nation Network YouTube, help us get to 93. Tyson says 93 is huge, both as a like goal and as a player. He thinks we can get there, though, and I love it. Rusty the Reckless Optimist says, Big game tonight. I think the Oilers split the two against the Wild and then continue on a huge run in December. I'm still predicting 11-4 and four or 10-5 and five this month. Peter says, hard one tonight. Oilers don't match up well against the Minnesota Wild. Last time out against Minnesota, they did not have their best, <laughs> but I still think it was, in a way... Their goalie could have stolen that one or helped them get a point. He didn't even have to steal him. Jack Campbell just had to not be bad in that hockey game against the Wild. And I really feel like the Oilers could have snuck at least we a point no out gas, of that matchup. Man. But we they had, had no gas. no gas. Yes, we had a one goal lead, but we had no steam. They got outshot real bad. They basically Which is a systemic problem because we had to have yeah. the nuclear deterrent of Connor and Leon playing the night before to get past the Chicago Blackhawks. And they're keeping we that ran out of gas. We spent all of our gas. Okay. But, on the Chicago Blackhawks. But then Woodcroft last game out against the Arizona Coyotes, a team that was at the end of a long road trip was ripe for the picking. We said we didn't want the others just win. We wanted them to beat the ever loving, you know what, out of the Coyotes. What is the, you know what? I'm trying to keep the show family friendly. Sure. See, well, I, I put it on a T for you. You can I use know. any word. The tar. Yes. They did that, but they needed McDavid and Dreisaitl to play together in order to accomplish it again. I feel like there was this a chance a where I'm going. I know. I I feel like in that game against Arizona, there was a chance for Jay Woodcroft to do some things to maybe set up the team a little bit differently. You know, could have split up McDavid and Dreisaitl and you'd probably still win that game because the Coyotes are junk. You probably could have started Jack Campbell and let him face the 17 D-grade scoring chances. Then I wouldn't have hit the minus three and a half puck line, Tyler. You might have. Well, I'm saying I I thought an eight sex game. That game against Arizona was great. It was awesome to see the Oilers pummel an opponent for really what feels like the first time in a while. We just needed it as a fan base. We did. Spiritually. And and also the team did too. Yes. Like there was no like there was no like real celebration except for Clem Costin just because I he's like he's just he's winning happy. the city over he is he's what Pooley Harvey should be like lovable likable guy but like fights Cassian plays a little greasy a little greasy gets on the score sheet I liked his line today at morning skate someone asked him about fighting or sorry yesterday at the skate someone asked him about fighting Cassian again and his response was just you guys asked me that yesterday. <laughs> good call him out <laughs> and the reporter was like well i'm asking again and Gosson was like what <laughs> like why do we have to keep talking about this he's great he's lovable i um, had what- a uh i had a blues fan in my mentions today on twitter and he was just talking about how the oilers absolutely fleeced st louis on that trade he's oh. like there's a lot of people in st louis that really like clean Costin and are bummed that he didn't get the opportunity to be him with the blues i'm all in on clean me well, too that's yeah, well, like, what's not to like right now? All the early signs are, are fantastic. He's bringing physicality. We need more grit. He's bringing some grit. He's a little bit of silliness. Defense, but a little. You need to keep things light. Yep. Yeah. Got to keep it light. Can't just be down yourself all the time. It's very easy uh, in season if you're not, especially if you're not performing, to get down yourself or the schedule's kind of going the way it is. Mm-hmm. Plus, also, as per Taylor Hall, the Edmonton media breathing down your neck and not weighing on you. Got to keep it light. I agree. Where I was getting with this, and this point is taking me quite a while to get across. Bag Melker and I are here to make sure that it does take long. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, Many stops along the way. I think against Arizona, you point. could have split everyone up and gotten a lot of different pieces feeling good. And you didn't do that. And that leaves what me a mean? little bit. Well, okay. So, yes, we went Connor and Leon. <laughs> but, like, look at all the scoring. Look, look who scored. Derek Ryan looked like Derek McDavid. Exactly. That goal was beautiful. That was beautiful. Great. Well, it, it, you know, we, we have to always remember that it doesn't matter if you're a fourth liner, like you've got game. Like you came up playing hockey, being extremely skilled, and then you got to the NHL, and then you mold your game to be whatever it needs to be to be able to stay in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Like if you play Shinny against an NHLer, they're going to make you look dumb. Dumb. It yeah. doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter. I remember I played in a charity event against Robin Regeer like seven years after he retired, and it was stunning. 
Was that the hockey help? Yeah, he was. I, 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 I did, same thing. He was so good. You would like blink, and he'd just be like on you, and the puck's gone, and you're like, okay, well, that was pointless. And like, he's a pencil. Oh yeah, and like played like he was like a three hundred pound like gorilla. Like the guy was tough and mean, and oh yeah, it was cool to see. They're good. These guys are good. The Minnesota Wild tonight. They're they're an interesting team because they've been like wildly inconsistent, but it feels like they're maybe starting nice to be Wazinga. Oh, I didn't even You didn't even realize it? <laughs> nope. Wow. Six and Liam, four. the local I was gonna say Brit. Englishman. <laughs> Englishman. Enjoys a good pun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets by me. I made the name of the show today a wild Friday night. <sighs> you get it? Hopefully oh, yeah, it'll be wildly entertaining. Wildly inconsistent. The Oilers have been wildly unsuccessful <laughs> against Minnesota in recent memory. Are you telling porky pies? <laughs> oh, I love that. That's more Australian, though, I believe. But you don't speak, you know, Cockney comes from, no. Pork pies? Porky pies? You don't speak Cockney? No, I, I don't speak Cockney. That's London. <laughs> How dare you? you just put your That happens to be in England. I'm a Mancunian. Mancunian. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a virus. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm coughing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect it. <laughs> this is like I'm trying to drive an 18-wheeler down an icy hill. <laughs> it's, kind of going, it's going all over the place. <laughs> um, all right. I'm trying to stay Welcome focused. Welcome to episode 391 of Nation Real Life. That's Some, pretty much what this is right now. Kind of Some, feels like Somebody it. commented... Uh, Brendan Wozniak coming in. I played with Petrovic once and he was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Former Oiler. Respect. Oh, okay. I played with Petrovic. Fair, fair. <laughs> Remember him and Kevin Gravel on the same blue line? Say, come on. Strud's was a big Kevin Gravel guy. I remember I went to a game. I'm starting to think that uh, Strud's love of certain defensemen is questionable, though, at best. Well, I'm also like Gregor's becoming good on Broberg. I got to pay more attention to him because like, I'm still not seeing it yet, but like, I know once again, he's got to develop. He's not, he hasn't, I'm made, not writing him off. I'm just like, he's still young. He hasn't made very many, if any, like grade A mistakes. And that's, that's Great. a good first step. Yep. Although he's known for skating as puck moving, but we'll mm-hmm. get there. Uh, did Tyler Benson clear waivers? Yes, he did. Wow. Tyler Benson cleared waivers. I thought someone would take him. Really? Yeah. Doesn't really do much. Hmm. I like him. I think he's as you. I think he's on that path of trying to build himself into a bottom six NHLer from a skilled guy. What I found interesting about him going on waivers is that James Hamblin did not. That's actually I didn't think about that. Hamblin's a buzzsaw, but does he is he is he does he have to go through waivers, Hamblin? I don't think so. Is but he like, waiver eligible? But that they made that choice, I guess. Benson on waivers. Benson goes possible? down. Oh, Hamblin yeah, yeah, stays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Led to some speculation that maybe Warren Fogle would be ready to go tonight, but that does not appear to be the case. Early reports saying it's going to be the exact same lineup for the Edmonton Oilers that they had against the Arizona Coyotes, which means the top line is staying nuclear with McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Hyman. The second line is sticking with the new Yamamoto and Yanmark trio. Yamamoto, man, he had that breakaway, and I think it was Corb in the chat. Who said he wished he would have scored on that? Yeah, it would have been great to see Yamo. You could see the nerves. The he lost the handle on it there. Yeah. You could see like he was getting nervous and he still almost pulled it off. But you know what? He had a good game. He got two points and he was buzzing around. Like it was good to see him back in the ice. You kind of see kind of the impact that he can provide. Uh, and it was good that he got on the score sheet in the assist column because even that's been a struggle for him. So mm-hmm. it was good for him even to get two points. But that goal is a giant monkey on his back that we have to go take care of. God, I said we for some reason. Well, we can help. We no. have to manifest. You manifest. I'm going to do my job. Yep. I'm going to bet on Yamamoto's score tonight. Mm-hmm. There it is. Monkey off back. Yep. You're welcome. I still don't please, You don't, the, you don't do Cockney. Oh, Jesus. No. I move know. on. I'm, I'm more of a Coronation Street man than an East Enders man. Mm. So East Enders is Cockney. Yeah. And Coronation Street is based in Manchester. Yeah. And Emmerdale is Yorkshire. I pictured you as an in-betweeners guy. Yeah, that's that's a good oh, show. everyone's an in betweeners. I'm a broad church guy. A broad church. I don't know what that is either. Maybe I'm not as educated as I thought. I'm. You're like. not actually show. English. It was a show Welsh. with an actor who looks exactly <laughs> like Dallas Eakins. Oh, never heard of it. Based I'm, in Broadchurch. I'm starting to think that uh, 
that you're not actually English. You're just putting this old yeah, this accent on as a ruse. There's a guy I went to dip. school with and he went and bartended in England for two years and then came back with an accent. And then we caught him. Oh no, we caught him. He was putting on a charade. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Caught him in the act. And then he's like, yes, that's right. But he was trying to leverage it to come back cool with an accent. I will reveal if I am English or Canadian when we hit 93 likes on the Fair, fair point. We just got a fruit basket. Liam will hold up one past the season. Yes. We actually got a whole fruit basket? Yeah, just a fruit basket just rolled into the office. Okay. We're having fruit. The bottom six for the Oilers tonight will still have James Hamblin centering the third line with Holloway and Paul Yarvey. I, I like that. I like that line. I think there's potential there. There's some. There's some energy there. I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I, I like Hamblin. Like you know, he doesn't really do too much with the puck yet, but just like he is yeah. buzzing around and he's you know he's making his presence known. The fourth line combined for two goals last game: one from Costin, one from Derek Ryan. The only member of that line that did not score was their centerman Devin Shore who was one of six Oilers to be held off the score sheet last game. Um, but that fourth line found a way to generate a couple of goals. Boy, could they ever use another one tonight. So that's your Oilers forward line. The D pairings are staying the same. And Stuart Skinner is getting the start between the pipes for the Oilers. If or he is expected, he's probable on daily faceoff. Um, if he does start, it'll be the sixth time in the last seven games that he's been the starting goalie for the Oilers. What do we think about... Going back to Skinner again, I I get it in the moment because Minnesota is a good team. <laughs> Skinner is your number one. But are you worried that they're maybe going to overplay Skinner at some point here? Or is it just day by day, play the best guy, keep rolling? You know what? Right now, it's it's play the best guy. I don't think he's played enough to kind of burn him out yet. So I think you got to keep rolling with the goalie that's, you know, getting us the W's and and making the stops, even though that Arizona game was really weird. Like to still yeah. only let in two goals. I'm like, what do we have? Like seven shots. I'm worried so about it. Like the Koskinen effect. I know we're talking about completely different guys, but I also remember what happened when Miko played way too much. Yeah. That's why I, I thought I the Arizona I don't get Miko vibes though from Stuart I'm just talking Skinner. about workload, strict workload. Yeah. It's early in the season. I think right now we have to give Jack the runway to work on his game. Right to mm-hmm. to spend some time. So like to him for him to have the week off, I am fine that for that as an experiment. I don't think it's gonna cause any pain or anguish against Skinner. Keep riding him, and then next week we go back to the one A one B situation and we give it a try and see where Jack's at. Because obviously we're doing a back to back Monday Tuesday. He's gonna play. He's gonna play. Gonna which play game? Long. Which game do you put? So Nashville. if Skinner wins tonight, you have to put him in Minnesota again, and then you go Jack in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. And if 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 Skinner doesn't win tonight, you go Jack, then Skinner. Nah, I go Stu, Stu, and Campbell gets the Nashville game no matter what. Oh, the Oilers always seem to play well in Nashville, so I'd like to give them that one. Leon Drysdale. Uh, Leon is the yeah, official yeah. mayor, official mayor of Nashville. President, CEO he, of the Predators. Peter King's in the chat says, "Throw in Campbell unannounced. No pregame media. No time to process it mentally." He says it's all between the ears, and it you is just, all between the ears. So just like. 10 minutes before the game, he wants Woodcroft to walk in and be like, Stu, bench tonight. Campbell, it's your plan. Didn't they for a do lot that of the- already? Didn't they do that? Oh, yeah, against, against the Rangers. Team? Yeah, they didn't announce anything, and Jack Campbell allowed three and two got disallowed. So maybe yeah. it doesn't quite as work as well. Coach as challenge for the Vesna. Jeremy Cooper for Hart Trophy. Um, anyway, Skinner's going to get the start tonight. We were at 54 likes on the Nation Network YouTube stream. So if you're just tuning in, make sure you hammer that like button as well. I'm a big fan of who was that? Steve, who said, I had to come in and give a like and bail. Let's go, boys. Hop in, hit the like button, get out of here. That's efficient no, business. Well, stick around if you we, can. We'd if like you, you to, to stay. Go, yeah, we'd like you to stay. But if it's We have some things to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, smart Cowboy, heard through the grapevine, soup is really down um, and was thinking that Edmonton might be an easier place to play in than Toronto. I think all players know that every Canadian market is a relatively difficult place to play in from that specific perspective. Unless but, you're in Ottawa, they don't care. Yeah, because uh, no one can drive to the rink. Yeah, that's right. It's mm-hmm. two hours out of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. It's true. It'd be like if the Oilers played in Lacombe. Alex hates that we're bashing the Sens right now. He just turned off his camera completely. Sorry, Alex. Well, Alex I did it for you, Alex. Close to Kanata. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if he does or if he doesn't. Alex travels by helicopter, so getting to the games is very effective. <laughs> He's very wealthy, <laughs> yes. so he just goes by helicopter wherever he needs to be. I, I've been to the CTC. I went to a game, and yeah, yeah. it is. It is. It's a sleepy hike. Like you can fall asleep. It's long. Mm-hmm. 
Well, dog barking. Well, there's, oh, it's outside. Yeah, we're in a neighborhood. neighborhood. Yep. Uh, let's continue on with the Sherwood Ford Giant pregame portion of this show. The Minnesota Wild tonight rolling into Rogers Place. Like I said, they're coming off a loss, but they are still 6-4-0 in their last 10. They sit third in the Central Division. They have a goal differential of plus two, and their lineup tonight will be relatively similar to the one that the Oilers faced not that long ago. Sam Steele centers the top line with Kirill Kaprizov. Five goals in his last five games. He's playing some good hockey right now. Matt Zuccarello on the right side there. Second line, Frederick Goudreau with Matt Boldy, the rookie sensation, and Nick Patan on the left side. Joel Erickson Eck, the guy the Oilers were going to take if they didn't move the pick in the Griffin Reinhardt deal. Uh, Marcus Foligno on the right side, Jordan Greenway on the left side. Connor Dewar with Ryan Reeves and Mason Shaw. That is your rather rough and large fourth line for the Minnesota Wild. The D pairings are Jacob Middleton with Jared Spurgeon, Alex Goligoski with Matt Dumba, and John Merrill with a rookie in Kalen Addison. And starting between the pipes tonight, expecting it to be Marc-Andre Fleury, who's 3-1 and one in his last five appearances with a 3.7 goals against average and an 8.57 save percentage. Been an up-and-down year for uh, the Flower, who's creeping close to 40 years old. Um, but, I mean, the Oilers, they scored three goals on him last time. So... I think they can solve them again tonight. Well, the, the is we need to score five goals to win the game. Yeah, that, that is becoming a bit of a concern for the Oilers. They've allowed 97 goals through 27 games this year. So that goals against average as a team is creeping a little bit too close to well, four for my life. Yeah, it's, it's north, north of three. three, which is scary. You need to get that number down. So that'll be a big part of it tonight. Uh, Sherwood Ford giant keys to victory. My giant key is going to be suppressed shots like you did against Arizona. They did a rest possible. And Arizona is not a good offensive team. We all understand that. We all acknowledge it. But I also do think the Oilers did do some things well in that hockey game, and you need to carry that over. Tougher test against Minnesota. Keep them to the outside. Make life easy on Stu. Suppress chances. That is my giant key to victory. Yes, this blue line that Alex adds up is a big part of it. The Oilers, the Oilers did a way better job of back-checking against Arizona, and I know we're talking the about forwards the forwards did. The forwards did. They need to keep that going against the Wild. Have to have that backward oh, pressure. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. But like, we, st- we still gave up like three, like five bell or Way five alarm, whatever the term yeah. is, chances. Like, well, we have to stop that. I, I know. Like, we can sit there and be like, yay, we throttled the Arizona Coyotes I thought on they had the good- heels of a 14-day or 14 game road trip. I know, but I thought they did some good things defensively well, in that uh, game, and I want yeah. to see them carry well, forward. Oh, yeah. There was the one goal. I think it was Hyman that got back, got a stick yeah. on. Like, that was an automatic goal. Um, so that's good to see. Like, so yeah, that's good. Like, there's positivity, but like, we got to, like, this is, we, we, we got our hands full here with the wild. You got, you know, Kaprizov, you know, who is dynamic. They're not that deep, though. They have a good yeah, top but, line, and that's kind of it. But like, okay. But they feasted on us. We like, lose. A week ago. We've been losing to not deep teams. Yeah, and the Oilers aren't that deep themselves right now, which is fair. So we got to get this win. We got to break this hex of losing to the Wild. It's yeah. so annoying. It's annoying that the Minnesota Wild own us. It's annoying. I'm annoyed. It's got to end. You should be annoyed. Well, should we, I? I know we're all annoyed. I'm just saying what everyone's thinking. Like, oh, it's, like yeah, this game's gonna be boring. The games aren't as boring anymore. They're more high scoring. They're not two nothing yeah. blah, blah blah like they used to be. But they just they just have our number. We just. They're, Even though they're not that same team, they're not I, that good. I still hate them the same way I did in the Jacques Lemaire era. Well, of course, like it's it's still <laughs> I can't it's forget. Still ingrained in us. We're never going to forget. But the thing is that they're still beating us. I can still see Marion Gabrick laying us up, and it still drives me crazy. Forgot about him. He was legit for he a while good, there, man. Mm-hmm. He was like the only good player on that team or entertaining player mm-hmm. on that team for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we're stuck on 65 likes. If you're watching on the Nation Network YouTube, we got to get to 93 today. Uh, Jay, key to the game. What do you got? You're ducking the question. Well, I was going to say score first, but we did that the last time and it did not mm-hmm. work. So honestly, like this is just like, we will score goals. That is what we do. Mm-hmm. So we needed to defend well against the wild. We need to take the lessons that we did learn from the Arizona Coyote game and bring that forward to this game and limit those chances for Stu. Stu will, on, the, on those chances that we do still give up, he will be there to make those saves because Stu has proven that he can do that. But we have to play defensively well enough to keep ourselves in the game. Because like 
we like to, to exp- set the expectation of us having to score five against Minnesota is tough because mm-hmm. we just, we have a tough time. Like we might just only score three, so we can only let in two. And like, that's very tough for us to do. Liam, keep the game. I think just carry the momentum over kind of mm-hmm. like what Jay said is a big thing and not obviously for the top guys, but for the other guys who aren't scoring, like, Kind of looking for something from Holloway to kind of keep his He's little streak alive. He's, He's coming. Really well. He is. Yeah. He's really coming. So we need to lean more into that. He's getting his confidence. And I think just strong defensively is kind of a big thing for me. Like, don't let what But is it the definition time. of insanity for us is keep saying strong defensively from this defensive core that we have? I think like, they, I have to ask uh, that question. No, no, they have the like, ability I to say it every goddamn show. And everyone's like, Jay, you must be it. You keep saying the same goddamn thing. I'm like, we need to be better defensively. True. But like, this blue line has the potential to be better defensively. I'm not even talking about the blue line. I'm talking about the team. Like the whole five-man oh, unit. 100%. That's 100%. My that's my key. Yep. I agree. Agreed. All right. Bag milk. You had a key to victory tonight? <laughs> Tyler's insane to think that this team could be better defensively. It, the sample size is 20, what, seven games, 28 games? Bouchard has struggled. He can improve. Barry has had some rough moments. He can be better than this, like we saw in the playoffs last year. Kulak's done falling down, so he'll get better. Nurse hasn't had a good start to the season. He can be better. For By and large, this blue line can be better than they've shown through the first 20-some games. That's not like an insane take at all. It's a realistic take. It's a right down the middle of the fairway take. It's not straying too far one way, too far the other way. So, okay. Let's go 28 games further for game 56. Okay. And then let's revisit this moment. No, no, you want to make a wager here if you, if you, if you are inclined to do You're so. asking me to bet against the Oilers, which goes against my DNA. In their next 27 games, mm-hmm. their shots against and goals against at five on five will be lower than it was in the first 27. That is <laughs> a measure of how good they're preventing chances and but preventing goals. <laughs> Oh, well, I thought the defense couldn't get better. Okay, but it has to be by a margin. It can't be by, oh, okay, well, their goals per game have gone down by 0.01. You win the bet. No, it's got to be like a a significant margin. By 10%. To show improvement. 10%. So 10%. So what are they they goals against for now? Three point something something? They've given up nine. No, no, they have to to go down below three. It has has to be two point something. 2.99 is fine. Doing math one sec. I like. Sorry. Can you do this out loud, please? Ninety-five goals against divided by twenty-seven. Yeah. Three point five. Uh, has to be below three. That is below three point two. Has to be no. Has to be below three. That is improve. The fact that it's above three is not good. It's not good. Look at the top ten teams in the league. There might I be will. a couple that might be that. Might be because the Seattle Kraken. I think they're every every game's a track meet against them. But like the top ten teams. are all below three. Well, there you go. Are I'm not a, saying are they we need a to, top ten team. Mm, yes, we are. Okay, but we're a top ten team because our offense is top three <laughs> and our defense is average. So we, they just got to be top fifteen, which would okay. be three point oh eight. Three point oh eight. Yeah. So like I said, three point one. You said three point two. Three point one would put you in the top fifteen. Three point oh eight would put us in the top fifteen. Three point one four puts you in the pie. <laughs> Which is very delicious, by the way. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're but, now uh, but, convincing yourself that they can get better defensively. No, I'll, I, I wanted to. I wanted to establish the goal they need to hit for this bet to be real, because I don't want to be slagging them either. But to, for you to your your point, for the next 27 games, they have to bring it down below 3.08. Sure. Or sorry, keep it. Yeah. Done. Done. What are we wagering? I still owe you a bottle. You owe me a bottle. Yeah. I don't think you want to go quite double or not. Because I believe my Cleveland Browns. I bet with my heart. Mm. I'm also, I'm actually hoping I lose this bet too. Yeah. That'd be great for you. Because it probably mean you've won some other. Now, if they make a trade in the meantime, our bet is off. Because now they. What? Well, no, because it's it's from the, the definition of insanity is expecting a different result from the same core. Sure. If that's your definition of insanity. Well, it's. It's doing the same thing and expecting okay. a different yep. result. Yep. That is the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. Craig McTavish famously coined that. Yes. <laughs> famously. Uh, okay, we're going to get back to our short four giant keys to victory. Um, what do we got here? Parker says full 60 is the key. Uh, someone else said no stupid penalties tonight, which I agree with as well. Now we need um, the power play humming and we need the PK going. Yeah. Who was that? Cato said no stupid penalties tonight. QF Pro said even McDavid only has over one point per game against the Wild. He's got to get going. So yeah, let's see if Connor can uh, 
with the puck in the back of the net a few times against the Minnesota Wild. Chris and Adam both just said, or sorry, Chris said play hard. So did Tyson. Adam said, let in less goals than we score. That is true. No, it's so basic, but it's so true. Yeah. Like, obviously it's true, but like we let in a lot of goals. You're always putting your hand so close to me. Trying to touch you. Uh, we are coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio, sportscloset.ca. Maybe you want to pick up one of those beautiful Connor McDavid reverse retro jerseys. It's stitched wonderfully. Blue is crisp. It pops. Sportscloset.ca or one of their three locations in the St. Albert Mall, Short Park Mall, or Kingsway Mall is where you can find it. They've got Dylan Holloway's there that I'm stalking. I'm just waiting. That, that is my next jersey purchase. I am just waiting for the emotional moment to then go pursue that. We are at 73 likes. Okay, get the cat food ready. Not doing that, but we're 20 away. So uh, hammer that like button if you are just tuning in. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're not, I don't know if we're going to get 100 viewers today. I want that. I'm excited for the day when that eventually happens. Anyways, we're talking about a potential trade. And I wanted to bring this up to the group here. These Joel Edmondson rumors that are flying around. Liam, you're against them, right? Massively. He's not welcome here. It's because of what he did to you. said, I was going to come at you on that tweet. Okay. But is that because of the Zach Hyman hit? We can't just keep bringing players to this team who have injured our best players. Yeah, but like, is that one as bad? Like, did. Is it is that one as bad? I mean, he missed a game. It but was like, bad is it for him to miss a game? But but I I understand. But like, there was talk he might have missed the game because he was sick. Is that one like? Is that move actually a a bad for culture move? No. It maybe not. It, that, and that's and that's why uh, that's what I'm trying to wait. I against. also just hate the price tag. That's also part of my wow. Now so like, the talk is kidding me. The talk is that he's going to go for the Ben Sherratt price. And Sherratt was dealt from the Habs to the Panthers at last year's deadline for a prospect, Ty Smilinak, a fourth round pick and a first round pick. Okay. Edmondson is a little bit different. I, I don't think he's as good as Sherratt, but he doesn't move the puck well. He's a de- defense first defenseman, um, but he's got one more year and a $4.1 million cap it. For that reason alone, I think the Oilers should stay away from a guy like Joel Edmondson. I think the fact he has another year on him is why the Habs think they're going to get a first round pick for this guy because there's term on this deal, right? For the Oilers, you have no reason to go get a guy with term right now. You have Broberg who you should bring be him able in next year. Yeah. He's a rental knife. Mm-hmm. You want that type of defense on your sure. team, though. You uh, want, but think, you want a rental form yeah. that's going to cost you what Kulak cost you, which was a depth D man and a second round pick. I'm not giving up Borgo. I'm not giving up a first round pick for Joel Edmondson. It makes no sense. Although, but having said that, I would take Joel Edmondson on our team right now. Yeah, I just, I, I just right like, now I would. I, I don't like the acquisition cost, but I would take a Joel Edmondson on our team. Yeah, former Moose Show Warrior. <laughs> I I wouldn't take him right now just because that whole cap. Uh, the Oilers need to figure out ways to be clever with the cap and not take on a guy with three point five for two years. 
just not a smart idea. That, but I said I would take. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying in general. The, the, the price the stylistically, Frank Cervelli TM. I'd take a Joel Edmondson on our team. Yeah, and and I would like a Joel Edmondson that moves the puck a little bit better, just a little bit better. But that's Darnell Nurse, right? He's the puck moving, gritty guy, tough guy. It's I want Vlad, I want Vlad Gavrikov. That's my guy. I'm I am open to this person you speak of. I think his cost will be a Kulak esque cost. I would take it. Nimalainen in a second for Vladislav Gavrikov. Yeah. I'd do that. It's Six three, just, twenty-seven, choose left. UFA. So like if you did for whatever reason love the guy, then you trade Broberg in the offseason and you and you keep Gavrikov around as a full time piece. Yeah, it's just like the Kulak. Thing all over again, right? Mm-hmm. You treat a depth defenseman that's kind of on the fringe of being an NHL or an AHL, and you yep. get an actual NHL defenseman. I think it's the perfect storm. Parker says, What if it's Lavoie and a second? I would do it. Yeah, if it was Lavoie sure. and a Lavoie, second. Yeah, I'm not doing Borgo. I'm not doing no. Borgo. Can't be Borgo. You can't move. That guy could score you 20 goals He's on got DLC hands. eventually, right? He's like, got hands. Yeah. He's going to be good. And Lavoie. Could be also good, but not his ceiling yeah, is not He's there. struggling. I know. Uh, for a couple of years. No. TC says, fully sold on Gavrikov. He seems like the next Larson. Rusty, Rusty says, I think there are better D-men than, that we could get that would make a bigger defense. I'm with Tyler. Gavrikov is who I would go for. Smart Cowboy says he's in on Gavrikov, out on Edmonton. Tyler Mulek in all caps just said, Luke Shen. I think he's plan B. I think the Oilers should aim higher than Luke Shen. I don't think he is quite. I love the physicality of Luke Shen, but like the the foot speed puck foot moving speed is like there. it's not it's not there anymore. What about the intangibles? He's a guy with some rings. Yeah, who do you win with? Tampa. Tampa. Oh, must I don't. He wasn't a regular in the lineup though, so he's basically that, maybe that's like saying Ryan Murray's got a ring. Right, rings light. Ring light. <laughs> I, I like Jason had a ring. I like Luke Shen because he's going to cost way less than all the names we've talked about. I don't like Luke Shen because I think you can aim higher in terms of the quality you're going to add to this blue line. And also, you don't like David Quadrelli. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Documented. Yeah. Quads, you heard that. Mm-hmm. Cato says, should the oil make a trade sooner rather than later to get the player accustomed to the team and systems? And there's a lot of time left. And that it costs you more, right? Like if you're gonna go get a guy now, like Edmondson costs you a first in Borgo now. By the deadline, he costs you maybe it's a second in Nima Line and in the price craters, right? Do you think it's more likely that Ken Holland goes out and gets, say, two cheaper pieces rather than like a big guy? Because I we talk about like Kane, Taves, everyone else who's available. Like, mm-hmm. would that not make the others better? Add in two players who to add like more depth to the who, team. Well, to the bottom six. Yeah. I, I guess just hypothetically, maybe you do like Domi and Gavrikov. So right. your question would be like, would getting Domi and Gavrikov be better than just getting Taves? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I think agree. so too. I think, I think that so should too, be yeah. a play for them. 100%. 100%. Because they, they have the top guys to mm-hmm. go and do stuff, mm-hmm. even on defense. Like, listen, CC is struggling right now because they don't have the guys behind them to help them. Yeah, so you bring another defensive guy in and then you bring in a two-way forward and like we had that guy the other week uh, talking about Domi and how good he's been face-offs wise and stuff like that. Maybe he's kind of a third-line center or third-line player for you, wherever you want to put him, right? And he's cheap. He'd be like one and a half million if you kept him at 50. I would do that. Yeah, I think that's a decent plan. I'll never forget too and Max Domi one-punched Ryan Kessler so he's always going to have a spot in my heart. Yeah. Always he is that. welcome in this city. Mm-hmm. Liam welcomes you. We need 13 more likes if you're watching on uh, YouTube. Over 90 of you watching on YouTube right now. Hey, everybody. Maybe send out some tweets, boys. Let's get some tweets out. See if we can get this bad boy up to 100 I've been today. tweeting. Good. I appreciate that. We've had people literally come from Twitter and Facebook to drop right. likes on the video, then go back to Twitter and Facebook. To I'm going to unleash the power of my Twitter account. I respect it. We're going to do this today. <laughs> I so believe... Power. We're six away from a hundred viewers too. Active viewers. All right. Um, here's an interesting little nugget that came out today. Elliot Friedman on the 32 Thoughts podcast said Never this. Heard of it. 
Edmonton has tried to move Yessa Pugliarvi, but teams have not made offers that the Oilers felt were fair due to his lack of production. But after his recent comments, they may have no choice but to trade him for the best possible deal that they can get right now. We talked about that on Oilers Nation Radio. You kind of have to. I think once you get to the deadline, yes. I think his recent comments shouldn't do anything to change how quickly you're trying to move on. No, then the value's already ground level. Like, yeah. We can get Eric Carlson for him. What are you talking about? Allegedly, in Frank's opinion. But why don't you do that then? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's I like, don't know. Why don't you do that? See, the thing with Pulley Obvious is no way the Oilers didn't already know all this stuff. Like that article didn't come yeah. out and was like, oh yeah. shit, like Pulley Obvious isn't happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's like, the Oilers don't here? know he's only got one goal. Yeah, <laughs> what? So I'm, I'm going to start taking a different approach to the team because I actually, I don't know if anyone saw that article with Taylor Hall about how it can be tough playing in Edmonton because the media is is very hard and critical of you and you're just surrounded by it and it's nonstop. Yeah. And I feel like we should try to take a, play our role to take some ownership in that. That's why I'm manifesting goals for Pooley Army. So it's not the player's fault. It's the team that brought the player here. It's the people that make those decisions. It's not the player's fault. Player that he gets off goal. He f- hey, Liam, here's a $3 million contract. No, no, no. Who's I'm- at fault? You for signing it or me for offering it? Obviously, you for offering it. It's exactly. the same argument with Cassian. That's why so we have to trade him. We have to, you know, I, w- I want to take, I want to start focusing a run on the ladder up and stop being more critical of players. We know what Pooley RV is. We should never have given him a $3 million contract. That's the real issue. And we should have spent that $3 million on a Max Domi. I don't know if giving him a $3 million deal was that bad to start the season, was it? Wasn't it? It was terrible. No. Absolutely, absolutely terrible. At this point last year, what were we saying? He was almost a point Do not include me in the we, please. Okay. <laughs> at this point last season, Bag Milk, we were talking about is it going to cost four or five million dollars yeah, to extend? He looked him? like he was going to have a 20 goal season last year. And it was next to McDavid. And then he got hurt and he fell apart. And we all know the way things have gone since then. I don't think giving him a three million dollar contract is a mistake. I also don't think criticizing the guy is. I'm not criticizing him. Oh, we're at 99 concurrent viewers. I'm going to lose. Well, then, Jay, are you just as equally upset about Kyler Yamamoto's contract? Currently, yes. I do believe there's more upside with Yamamoto than with (laughs) than with Puliarvi. 100. I think there are two completely different players. I think Yamamoto is actually in a slump. I think Puliyarvi is Puliyarvi. So you think Yamamoto? I don't think we should have done two years. We did two years of Yamamoto, right? Yeah, two, that three, was a mistake. One. one year was the move, a little reward, a little bump, and then you see what you got after that. Puliyarvi, I think it was a mistake. I think the upside on Puliyarvi was good enough to give him that deal. I think he's just like it's been mentioned a couple of times too. Like if he had scored on Demko on the first game of the season like he did last season and had a really good start to the year. Kind of a different conversation. And obviously he didn't. So yeah, no, I, see, I don't buy that either. Conversation, I, yes. I, I don't buy that that one moment really affected him too much. Cause like, man, you can't let one moment affect you that much. I just, but that's who he is. He rides the waves of his emotions and he's clearly doing that right now. Yeah. And that's why he's not scoring. So well, and it doesn't really help that we're piling on that either. So like that's why it's. But we need to talk but, about the team and what's going on. We I, can't just be like, mm, well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not happening. That, but so like, let's talk about Puli RV, the person who is just a, essentially a bottom six player. Yeah, and and that's what he is, and that's that's fine. And I've been saying that for a while. Play him on the third line, let him thrive in that role. Quit trying to force him. Quit trying to force a round peg into a square hole. Although he did like. He looked a lot better against Arizona. I think Arizona, like the one thing the Arizona game is going to do is it's going to give some guys that need a confidence boost to confidence. Boost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Puli Arvey actually made some plays and had some really good touches and some good chances. So like, I, there's like, I know there's skill set there, but obviously like a lot of it with these guys is in between the years. I liked Gregor's point yesterday in his article at OilersNation.com where he said, we're almost at a point with Pooley Arvey's career where he has to make the choice if he's okay being a third line player, kind of like an Andrew Cogliano did. Yeah. 
There's uh, nothing wrong with there that. There is zero wrong with it. Zero. You make nothing. a good living doing that. There's a pressure being the f- fourth overall pick. There's sure. a, and we can look at oh that was a you know we we messed that up and blah 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 and who we could have taken whatever that's behind us. What do we got? Because we see it with Nuge too. Like he's a first overall pick, but he's not akin to some of the other guys that go in that spot. But he's carved out a hell of a niche for himself. Well, you look at that yeah. draft class. Like he's not like yeah. There's Kucherov way below, and but like everybody missed on that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, but like he's not that far. Like I, I know Nuge is not Kucherov, but like you look at his point totals, like he's not like it's not like Kucherov's like four hundred points ahead of him. No, it's not crazy. And the series having an absolute heater, but yeah. When do you think the tag of being a high pick goes away? Because like Zach Cassian was thirteenth overall too, mm-hmm. and just like like we said, Nuge, but we kind of just. After a not, few trades, it gets kind of whittled down, right? So like when Cassian yeah. came to us, we we're like, oh, first rounder offensive guy. We're like, great guy who fights. Right. Like right. that's like, it's, it's now like the, the narrative has changed. Yeah. yeah. But now right? we're looking, I'm just, I guess whoever right now, fourth overall guy, like, so do you think he's just going to have that tag until he leaves Edmonton yeah, or, or it just, or whenever it yeah. takes time, right? Like sometimes yeah. some trade normally happens mm-hmm. in these situations and that's kind of can't new market change. Like look at Luch. Yeah. Luch is lo- Luch is a fourth liner in Edmonton. We would love the shit out of him, mm-hmm. but we paid him to be a first liner. We put the expectations yeah. of him being a first liner and that didn't work out because he's not a first liner. Now, granted, like it's funny how they forget the salary, but like they love Luch and Calgary, mm. but they love him for just being the physical beast that he is. Yeah, that's true. Right. And he's not the Boston Bruins Luch anymore. Mm. Right. Luke Shen for like first round pick, fifth right? Round, fifth overall. Fifth, right. Big high pick, like real good start to his career, real impact defenseman. Obviously, like the game kind of changed, and 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 his his like he's a different player now. But like now he's just a guy that just crushes guys. He's in Vancouver. He's loved, mm. and he's probably been loved in the last few teams he's been at. But he's been compensating accordingly. Like he's 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 been now been slotted in the role where he needs to be slotted in. I guess our equivalent is Cody Cece. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Like eighth, ninth overall, and now I don't. He's the offensive Lund- guy in right. Ottawa, but yeah. Yeah. But but he's still a first pairing defenseman, which yeah. is like a lead yeah, at the end, and, and maybe probably shouldn't be right. Like he probably should be a sec on, on a really good team. Yeah, probably he's probably second pair yeah. defenseman. Yeah. Which yes. you know, like that's the issue with the defense. Like we got everyone kind of misclassed because we, they, we don't have a choice. Like we're Justin Schultzium, but Cody Cece is mm-hmm. performing at that level. Like he's been great. Yeah. yeah, right. Like that 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 was a home run fi- find and signing. The fact that. He can play in our first pair, even though he technically is not a first pair defenseman mm-hmm. and paying him what we pay him. Like that's a win. Yeah. You got to find some more of those wins, right? Like you got to, you know, you got to, you got to have $7 million you spent on your bottom six, but they're like the top five bottom six in the league. Like you need to do those things. You got to be so efficient and you got to find those guys and you got to do that. And, and we don't have all that stuff, right? But we got to find Like we do find the odd win here and it's helping. Like that's why our window is now. Right. We've done enough to open up our window, but we need to like now go to market and address those glaring holes that we still have. Which loops back to Pugliarvi on a deep run. He is just like a hard skating checker on the third or fourth line on a good yeah. team going on a run. And that's okay. Uh, I think the big thing with Pugliarvi is he's played, I don't think he plays well with McDavid. No, no I don't you can't. You can't. Like, you're setting up to fail. Like he, it, it worked yeah. last year just because. He was he just was like vibing. And he just, yeah, but like, I there's just, so much pressure playing with a guy like McDavid. You have to be yeah. the right mindset. And I don't think he plays quick enough to play with McDavid. And I think he overthinks a lot of things where I think he's better is on the second or third line because it's slowed down a little bit more. And he can just, like you said, play his own game. He doesn't have to go and park his ass in front of the net like he's being told to. Like, yeah. Well, and he doesn't skill role. He doesn't feel the pressure to be like, I have the puck on my stick. It has to go to Connor. And he does. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. Like he's like, I got a. Oh, and when they're both on his line, holy shit! That's yeah. A, and I think we saw the best of him against Chicago when he made that quick backhand pass to Nuge, mm-hmm. and that was like a quick high end offensive play to make. Yeah. And he wasn't playing with McDavid. Yeah. So, so like, let's go. let's show like, Puliarvi is a bottom six guy. That's great. It's just bottom mm. six guys should not make three million bucks, and that's the issue. And that's not Pulley. They can if they're really good. Like, but you can like, afford to have one. Or two. You're talking. You're talking about like a third line guy that's still getting you like fifty points or forty. Points. Who are you talking about? Do you have an option? Eight, Eighteen goals, something like that. Like, yeah, but that okay. That's yeah, fine. I think of. Uh, <laughs> who am I thinking off the top of my goals. head? 
Usually, I guess, and because he's not a center, maybe, but like if you were paying Ryan McLeod three million bucks to be a really good third line center for you, none of us would complain. And well, that's what I'm we're at, paying right? him seven seventy five. So <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, okay, we got to start working towards the. Uh, Puliyar was on pace for three goals this year. Uh, yes, that good or bad? But that'll pick up. I mean, a million know. dollars a goal. <laughs> so unless you're the Saudi Arabian Soccer League paying Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo two hundred million dollars to do God knows what, I don't think he scores two hundred goals. Probably just, not. That, that's Probably that's not. a hot take. That's hot. <laughs> Red hot. A big problem for me is that the I'm looking at the other stats right now. They they don't have a forward outside of Connor, Leon, Nuge, Hyman, and I guess a Vander Kane that's on pace for a 15 goal season. I think it's just a big ripple effect of everything. Because Yamo isn't scoring, yes, he isn't scoring more Warren Fogel isn't scoring. So you have all these guys and then they're expected to play together, but none of them have any confidence to help the other guy out. Therefore, it's hard to expect any of them to actually score goals. And Fogel is just starting to get his mojo oh, yeah. a bit yeah. too, but like Fogel should be on your third line. It's annoying that this team doesn't have it in their DNA because like to me, this is a team that screams for needing a line brawl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to get everybody in the pile, everybody on the Clint same Costin page. Go jump into the other team's bed. That's what I'm saying. Like nothing would get the juices flowing like a line brawl. Boosh needs to get into a fight because he's acting. He's acting right now. Oh, oh my lord, Jay! So the guy doesn't play hard, and you're like, he's soft. He needs to play me, and then he plays me, and you're like, act job. Yeah, he's acting as if. So he needs to get into a fight to no. really solidify this. Doesn't is what I'm get saying. Into a fight, he's got to keep doing what he's doing. I am surprised this team isn't pissed off enough to actually just go and fight. Though. That's what I thank mean. You, like, thank, thank, uh, thank you, thank you, Liam. That's what I mean. Like, they're not. Uh, again, I've talked about this on Owen Radio before where there was a play a couple weeks ago when somebody touched Vasilevsky yeah. in Tampa and the entire line jumped in the Four pile. Four guys dropped the gloves and Instantly. went into the corner. Four. One of them was Stamkos. Instantly. Stamkos was, it would be four. One of them was Stamkos. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like it's, yeah. And then like Connor gets pushed down, albeit like not that crazy, gets pushed down the Arizona game. Nothing. Happened. That's what I mean. Nothing. Like, Someone just touched our captain, and not only just our captain, the best player in the world. And we're just gonna be like, okay, whatever. And that's like that annoys me a little bit. Like I don't expect guys to fight. No, every no, game, no, no. But, but like, like go in there, and like push the guy, like stand up for one another. One thing I can tell you with absolute certainty is that if Evander Kane was on the ice when that happened, somebody would have got a glove in the face. Hundred percent. That's that's exactly it. We allow ourselves to be pushed and we do not push back. We're going to move towards the wrap here today and uh, get into the bets for this evening, courtesy of our friends at Betway. Liam? I, I completely forgot what I picked, to be honest. It's been a long show. Oh, well, good. We'll put them up on the All screen right, for you. Yeah. Edmonton Oilers to win. Ah, obviously. Fair. I mean, it's an Oilers they show. They need to. They need to. The fact that... We have not been, we've never won against the the wild. And the fact that it's minus one thirty, I feel like it should be juicier. We are, be. We're owed. Yes. And then you also have in here Liam Leon to find the back of the net. I mean, why not, right? He's pretty good at scoring goals. Yeah. I feel like plus money. It's like the Matthews one yesterday. If you find one of the best scorers in the league at plus money, you kind of gotta chase it. I don't hate that. I like going with a little parlay on those two. Oilers mm. to win, dry saddle two plus points, plus two hundred. Juicy enough for you? I'm going to do that and McDavid. That's what I hit uh, last time. Actually, I had the over in it as well. It's over. It's a plus 300. One bet that I love, and I say it all the time right now, is if you just want like an easy money bet, a couple of free dollars in your jeans, is over one and a half total power play goals at minus 105. Either the Oilers are going to get it themselves or the PK sucks so bad that they're going to allow it. It's designed. It's free money. It's designed to hit. It's free money for you. Allegedly. 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 Bet responsibly. Be advised. Yes. Yeah. Betway 19 Mm -hmm. plus. Please bet responsibly. I like, uh, yeah, I I like going with that one. You're convincing me. I usually don't love those styles of bets, but it's a good one. It's just, I've been doing it almost on a nightly basis. And I think in the last 10 games, (laughs) we're talking about like eight or seven or eight wins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My NHL bets last night swept. I went five for five. So tonight, if you want to have a little bit of fun, the Rangers are plus 175 on the puck line, taking on the Avs, who are brutally banged up. It's a good spot. Oh, the Avs aggressive. are missing everyone. Yes. That is true. But like and the, the Rangers, Rangers are the Rangers just beat the Golden Knights 5-1. Shesterkin's figuring it out. 
Rangers puck line and also the Kraken are road dogs against the Capitals. Kraken are eight one and one. One of the best road teams. They're in the starting NHL. to. No, no, I just the, think they're fake news. The Kraken are starting their slide. It is plus, starting to slide. Kraken plus two seventy five on the puck line. Ding. That and the Rangers. One of them wins. You're profiting tonight. Those are my NHL bets. And Sidney Crosby to go over one and a half points. Oh, one more for. I did do that actually. Oh, that's got to be it's juicy. Juicy. <laughs> one more for the others that I got because the guy. It's coming. Zach Hyman over three and a half shots at plus one fifteen. Wow! Yeah, I'm all over that. The guy hit it last game. It's not for a lack of trying with him. It's not for a lack yeah. of chances. They're going to go in. I could be tempted to take him to score tonight as well. I'm Zach going, Hyman's got to. I'm, I'm bolting mm-hmm. onto all this a Yamo goal, and I'm mean, yeah, I'm going Oilers to win with Connor with right. two points. I'm not going to do the over tonight because I just if we do what we're supposed to, we're going to limit. If 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 the if the Oilers decor are going to do what Tyler thinks they can do. Mm-hmm. As keep them to below three goals against. Yep. Make them elite. Then we will win three, four, two. So six and a half is probably not going to happen in that event, obviously. So I'm just going to not chase the the dragon and I'm just going to go Oilers plus Connor uh, to get two points. So it was a long show, but this was the most successful live stream we've ever done on the show. You're welcome. Thank you very much, everybody. We Longer hit our, is better. We hit our light goal, and for that, I am grateful. Uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in today. 106 likes. 106 we only have 103. <laughs> I have one more bet. Okay. France over England? Plus 200. <laughs> England to win. It's coming, it's coming home. home. It is coming home. I am with you. I will back it up. <laughs> yep. And the Oilers don't play this weekend, so we aren't doing a show. This is the first time since we started doing the show mm-hmm. that no Saturday or Sunday show. That's why I'm going to Cincinnati to watch the Browns play on Sunday. Browns, Bengals. Yeah, you're going to be in attendance for oh. that. That's why I'm going to the FIS Big Air World Cup tomorrow at Commonwealth Stadium. Sans Tyler. Sans and that's Tyler. why I'm celebrating Christmas. That's why I'm also celebrating Christmas. I'm celebrating uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Shut up. Which one? <laughs> Both. Uh, yeah, right in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's it's Easter Sunday this weekend <laughs> at my house. Yep. I'll Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody! I'll be drinking warm beers in celebration. Mm. I'm watching Coronation Street. I will be eating croissants. <laughs> croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually watch Coronation Street? Yeah, when We've I go, my mom watches before. Coronation Street every night. It moves slower than real time. It. It's it's astonishing. My mom watched it as well. A, like her and my dog Sarah would get up and she would have she'd pour her, she'd make a cup of tea for my dog and put it in her bowl and then she would have a cup of tea. <laughs> they'd have tea together and they'd watch Coronation Street. <laughs> the week up. Oh my god. Oh boy. A warm English brown pale ale. Mm, delicious. Do you want tea when you have your cat food? What kind of tea would pair well with cat food? Oh, nice. Peppermint, yeah. perhaps? Ooh. Ooh. English breakfast? English breakfast. Oh, yes. English breakfast is legit. But it depends when you're eating the cat fruit, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Kicking it off, or are you just going to dwell on it all day? I think it'll be nice if we wash it down. It'll be real nice. I'm going to need something to wash it down. A spe- well, not if I give you a little bit of dry kibble with some wet food. Mix it in together. <laughs> That's a flavor. That's a that's a that's a party of flavors. Right, okay. We are, and then we're gonna. You have to go deal with everything in a litter box. We are <laughs> off the rails, as Desker says. Yes, but we are running out of time to wrap this thing up. There's no time. There's I was out at time. I was out at Short Before the Giant yesterday. They have a new mobile service truck. It is very cool. I've seen. We're it. we're chatting. We were like, oh man, like you come out from after the Oilers game tonight, and it's like, oh my car won't start. Sherwood Fort. They would be there to help you out in that case. It's a very interesting little service to offer. I'm excited. Well, they don't just sell trucks, Tyler. Their service is actually unreal. I've, Mm -hmm. uh, well, now you, now you as a nation truck owner get to use the services of Sherwood Ford for that truck and you get to see how seamless of an experience it is. Sometimes, sometimes if my schedule doesn't work, they come and just pick up my car and service it and drop it off for me. That is cool. It's intense. Uh, shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant sports closet, sportscloset.ca for the sports fan in your life this Christmas. Just crush it all out. They'll handle it for you. And uh, as well, Soho Yegg and Cornerstone Insurance. Thank you, all three of you, for hopping in and doing this bad boy in person today. Shout out to everyone who is in the chat as well. Enjoy your Friday. Hopefully the Oilers kick off our weekend with a big W. Chat with you Monday. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.